Yes, today I'm joined by ESPN host and MSC Network studio analyst, Alan Hahn. Alan, how you doing? Good, good. How are you, John? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for joining me. You're welcome. My pleasure. So, um, you were born in Long Island, so, I mean, did that help you get a good start with the Knicks, New York basketball? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, being, being local certainly helped. How I got uh, to that level was I covered the team as a beat writer. So right. it started that way um, from Newsday, which is a Long Island-based newspaper. Right. And that's really where I got my start. And then from there, I was able to move on to MSG, doing more of the TV side of things. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, locally it certainly helped. Having a passion for the team helped. And, you know, it, it's uh, it's been a long and, and prosperous relationship. I just hope they win. <laughs> that's the most right. important thing. <laughs> Definitely. So is it true you learned to read by selling out headlines of the Newsday? And so what, what section was it, the sports section? <laughs> yeah, of course it was. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and I don't remember it as much as I used to cut out a lot of uh, articles and headlines and stuff for my favorite teams. Right. But my, my mother had told me that story. She said that I would read words that I would see in the headlines, here in the front page, the back page. Uh, if I saw where I recognized, I would read it. And then little by little, I started sounding out and reading headlines. And that's sort of like the first reading I did was in that newspaper. That's what's up. You wanted it early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever it was, it was the big print. Who knows? As I get older, the big print is the only thing I can read again. <laughs> so um, you play some D2 basketball also. Um, yeah. How did it help you? How did it help you transition into what you're doing now? Because even playing at any level, it helps you see the game differently. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I'm not one of those people that thinks, you know, you've got to play the sport to cover it. Right. But, but I, I, I am someone, you know, who believes that it can it, it doesn't hurt you. It certainly can help you right. if you have an understanding for the game. And I, and I think that's the biggest part is to really know, uh, you know, just to know the game, know what it's like to be on the other side, to understand just the athlete's perspective. Right. You know, that helps. And I think that helped me. And, you know, it was, it was funny to me, although there's so many people when I got to covering the league, uh, I would run into that I remembered, you know, either played against, uh, you know, played or, or were from the area, like with schools uh, that maybe I played against or, you know, it just was funny how small of a world it can be when you play. Right. So those relationships certainly help, but it's also just understanding the game, being able to talk the game a little more fluently with, with coaches, especially that you know, just, just help you. Uh, right. and, and that certainly did for me. Definitely. Um, you're putting in work at two great platforms, ESPN and MSG Network. Um, how's that experience going for you? Uh, it's been great. It's it's a lot of work. I mean, it's a business, as you probably know. It's, it's you got to yeah. hustle. You always got to hustle. And, right. you know, you get opportunities. You make sure you make the most of them because they don't come around a second time. And, you know, for me, it was, like I mentioned, you know, a newspaper job that I never really thought I'd get into broadcasting. And then, right. um, you know, that opened up guest appearances to do radio and then it became like hey you could do more radio and i started hosting and that you know just became all right so i did 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 the tv stuff on msg and then it turned into doing more radio stuff and then sort of balancing the two and you know luckily again being in new york both those things are pretty available to you so you know, it's been great. And both work with each other to allow me to, to have the schedule I do. But it's a lot of work. You have to be willing to put in the time and right. sacrifice some things, uh, you know, like rest. 
<laughs> sleep. Right. Uh, you know, and just, you know, being able to just be a, a regular person where you can spend more time relaxing, I don't I don't know what that word is. Right. It was definitely on the same pace and comes with another opportunity to go by because, like you say, you never know when it's going to come back or if it does. Right. So I really let any opportunity go by. If I have the time, I know I can make it to an event or get a certain guest or just make a move happen. Got to make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, can't second, second, second guess anything. <laughs> nope, no, you you can't say, "Oh, I'll do that another time," or not exactly. Now. If it's a good opportunity, you make sure you get yourself to it, and you do it because you just don't know what's going to come of, of that opportunity, what it can lead to. Definitely. Um, so tell us about your um show, Bart and Han, with um Bart Scott. How's it working with him? He's great. He's really funny. Um, he's he's really smart too. Which, you know. Play, NFL players, to me, I found like they're the ones that when they get into media, yeah. they do so much studying that they just they understand the game so much that they can what they can see something that the rest of us just don't see, right. and they just break and they break it down for you, and you're just like, wait, I didn't see that, and then you watch it back, you're like, yeah, you're right, that did happen. So Bart's really good at that, but he's also you know he's quick witted, he's funny. You could tell, a guy like him in the locker room was probably the life of the party. Like you loved having a guy like that around. And right. so it makes it more fun when you're, you know, when you're, uh, you're doing a show and you just know, like, at any moment he's going to say anything and it feels like a locker room. And I think people like that. They like hearing those conversations that you think might take place in a locker room. Right. Definitely. Definitely. The Knicks made the playoffs again last year or well, this previous season. And it was great seeing a playoff atmosphere of Beckett and Ms. GBS, Spike Lee, the ultimate Knicks fan on the sidelines. Dance oh, yeah. again. It's great when the Knicks are back in the playoffs. Um, what do you think the Knicks can do to keep the momentum going to carry over into this season? I mean, Julius Randle, Julius Randle just resigned. He's an important piece and keeps faster to that team. I mean, he didn't see, I say, slow down when he needed the most in these last year's playoffs, but he's an important piece to the Knicks. Oh, yeah. Well, most improved player in the league, and that says a lot when you're recognized, you know, as something like that. Um, Right. Yeah, they added some pieces in the off season to try to give him some support with scoring, so he's not having to carry the load all the time. And right. you know, Kemba, Kemba Walker, and we'll see if he can, you know, kind of find that scoring touch he used to have. Evan Fournier is a guy that can also get you points and he can shoot. Yeah. So they they tried to get him some help, some support, and they kept really what's been a, a young team. They kind of kept that group together. So you know, they're right. not going to be a championship contender, but. They're certainly, you know, building towards being a team that, you know, you, like last year they proved you can't overlook this team anymore. And, you know, it's been a long time, seven years, where this just not has this just hasn't been a, a real competitive team. Right. So, you know, we get to see how, if they can take that next step this year and you know, really establish themselves now as one of the top teams in the East. Definitely. Yeah, we know all about Kim Walker's step back. Hopefully he can keep his, get his health yeah. together and stay healthy. Hey, Evan Fournier, I've, I've been following him since the Denver Nuggets days. He's like one of my favorite yep. players, honestly. And he brought, he brought back Derek Rose, all the veterans. I mean, the good locker room presence. So yeah. the team has a lot of, lot of good vets on the team. Yeah, and that's the thing is you. This was such a young roster that they, they, you know, you were playing young guys, which, you know, fans like that. But you also right. understand that. Look around. Look, look at all the teams that win. The teams that win aren't young. You know, the, the teams that win have vets. Now, it doesn't yeah. mean you can't have some young guys, too, but the teams that win are veteran teams. So you add those pieces like you just mentioned. You bring back a Derrick Rose and New Orleans so well, Tosh Gibson. You know, uh, that's the kind of 
Alec Burke's another one. You have yeah. that, and then you have your your two first round, well, you had, uh, your first round picks this year. Uh, you had a couple of second round picks as well that were pretty impressive kids that you saw in summer league. You've got R.J. Barrett is still very young. He's just you know twenty years old, twenty one years old. Yeah. Um, you know that that's what you have is you go with a, a group of young guys, but you have veterans that can stabilize for them, and that's kind of what this what this team is. Now they're still right. mixing like that superstar. Like I'm waiting to see if can they get a superstar, and if they can, with all the assets they have, trade for one. Yeah, right. You know that then that takes them to a next level. Definitely, definitely. One player you guys have they have is Obi Toppin. I remember covering him when he played for Bitten. Um, I, seeing that person was so impressive. He was so dominant. It's crazy. You know what? You know, for a college player of the year, and then he steps into a, a team that had. Uh, a, a player in his position in Julius Randle who ended up being most improved player. So there's a lot yeah. of thinking when they drafted him that, okay, well, he's just going to end up being the guy and they'll trade Julius Randle. That didn't happen. So, you know, for Obi, it's interesting where he's going to get playing time because, man, like you talk about how he looked as a, you know, at Dayton. Yeah. He looked, if you watched him in the summer league, he looked, he looked ready. Like, yes. He looked real good. So now it's, okay, you know, what do they do now? Uh, with them, and how do you get? How do you make sure that Obi Topping can get playing time? Because I mean, he's legit. Like I think he's really good, and and he's got to get playing time. It's just a matter of where. Right, right, definitely, definitely. Yeah, the East is only getting stronger, and it's good that Knicks are getting stronger at the right time. Also, sure. I mean, we all know health played a major factor over these last last couple of years playoffs. Well, I mean, everyone has to watch out for that um, Brooklyn Nets team if they're healthy. I mean, Milwaukee yeah. will be back. Like I said, New York finished fourth last season, so they're, like you said, they're, 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 gonna be, they're not going to be under the radar anymore. So let's right. see what they're going to do. Yeah, I mean, Brooklyn's your favorite. Brooklyn's the best. I mean, they, they have on paper the best team, and that's what you're waiting to see is can they stay healthy enough to play together. Yeah. But we saw them last year. I mean, when the playoffs, they just lost guys, and Harden got hurt, and Kyrie got hurt. Right. And KD tried to, you know, he almost beat the Bucks by himself. But right. that's the standard. I mean, you know, they're they're the standard, man. I mean, they're they're, they're the team that you've got to try to beat. And the Heat we tried to bulk up a little bit, and we'll see if you know they can. You know, do that, and then of course, let's not forget the Bucks just won the championship. So, right, right. you know, that's your that's your other team. So, with those three teams, you've got to ask yourself, where do you, you know, where do you rank? You know, where are you with those with those three teams? And then, of course, you know, all the other ones that are in in the in the East, including Philadelphia and Boston. You know, the the usuals every year. So, that, you're just trying to get to that level, but you know you you're going to need at least one star if not two if you're going to try to take on what the Nets have on the on the court definitely definitely yeah there's rumbles about Damian Lillard and he'd be a great fit in New York definitely well, great fit. every time i bring that up everybody just uh, here we go again with the Knicks right like that's the, <laughs> you know that's the problem is every time that's brought up it's it's you know the, the Knicks fans and, and the Knicks are always dreaming about you know trading for that next star and you know it, can they do it? Well, Lillard hasn't asked for a trade yet. Is he going yeah. to? We keep yeah. waiting for it. There's always whispers, but, you know, you got to wait. You can't do anything until he decides that he wants to go. And I think, right. you know, I, I mean, look, who wouldn't want Damian Lillard? I mean, he's a superstar. I mean, he's he's a show. And what yeah. what kind of a show would that be um, if, you, you know, if you had him at Madison Square Garden on the Mecca stage? So, 
Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not going to fall into it though. I'm not going to. Right. You know, every, everybody says, "Oh, here you go." So, I'll, nope. If it happens, great. But it's got eventually. It's going to have to be somebody, whether it's a play, a young player who develops into a star, yeah. or when they trade for. But that's how you win in this league. You got to have stars. Definitely. Yeah, and the Knicks are so stacked with deep. And if Denver were to specifically say I want to go to the Knicks, it would have to be seen with the Knicks specifically. And it makes him have to get up all their major access to keep him surrounded when he comes. So that would be yeah. a plus. That would be a plus, like Carmelo did with the, with the um with Denver Nuggets. So you know what he got for him? That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, you know, and a lot of fans don't like that now. Like there are some fans that don't want to trade because of that that Carmelo trade. You know, I, I still think you make that trade. Um, you know, you, you keep making that trade. You make that trade every time. You never say no to that. But there are fans who believe they gave up too much, and it it didn't pay off. So therefore, they they don't want to see that happen again. I mean, that's that's legit. What you know, what's being said among Knicks fans is they just don't want to see another one. Well, we got to get half the roster away uh, for this player. But you know, like I said, Damian Lillard. How many times do you have a chance to get a guy like that? Exactly. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Um, what's your thoughts on veteran presence overall for NBA team? Because I know. During crunch time, the time is running down. Like LeBron James, a perfect example, he wants the ball in his hands, whether he's going to take the shot or find someone wide open, whether he's missing or not. Because he gets criticized for that, as we all know. And he doesn't take the last shot. Most of the time, he passes the ball. And we all know what happens if he passes, like he passes Danny Green, and he missed, and all hell broke loose. Like, why didn't he pass the ball? Why didn't he shoot? Why didn't he shoot? But that's just so crazy. His best ball IQ was crazy. Like, he made, yeah. the best, he made the best pass, but it doesn't fall every time. Yeah, I mean, he gets criticized for that, but honestly, he he generally makes the right play. I mean, I, right. I, there's very few times where you say that. Now, sometimes the right play, though, is you shoot it, not someone else. Right. Like, sometimes that's the right play rather than trusting a teammate. Um, but that's just his instinct. Look, guys like him, I mean, they just make your team better, but it's still up to you to execute, and that's why a guy like him makes sure, well – uh, I want to get Anthony Davis on my team because I want to make that play. I want to trust that he can make that shot. That's why he's always trying to find stars to join him because he wants. He knows I'll make the right play, but I got to have guys good enough to finish the play. Right. So that's that's always why he puts together these super teams. But, you know, I mean, that's Definitely. the game. And as I said, you don't win in this league without without the stars and without vets. I don't. I I know everybody loves having the young teams. It's fun to watch young teams grow. But you also have to go through the growing pains of, of those young teams. And not everybody right. can deal with that. Right. And the Lakers, they didn't go to the season with, oh, yeah. vet, with, with, with a lot of veterans and a whole lot of best ball IQ. They didn't get that chemistry together from training camp until the playoffs. I think, yep. we'll see a full, I think we'll see a full strength Lakers team on every level. I'll say around Christmas Day game because they have time together. They have chemistry together. I think we'll see them at full strength that day if everybody stays healthy. But yeah, that's a big factor for that team. <laughs> yeah, well, health, of course, it always is with an older group. But yeah. Especially with one that, as you know, I mean, Anthony Davis isn't old. But yeah, he gets but hurt. Like, yeah, he yeah. gets hurt. So you you gotta you got to be able to make sure. That's the, the caveat with them, just like Brooklyn, is that can they stay healthy? I mean, that's your question mark. Can they stay healthy? Because if – and I think, you know, if you could sign up for it, you'd want that. Like, I, I think you'd want to see that finals. I wouldn't want to see that finals if they weren't healthy. 
Because then it's like, right. what, are we, what are we watching? I want to see that finals with those guys healthy. Right. Very true. Very true. Because the Nets were banged up when they lost to, um, like you said earlier, they lost to the um, Bucks. On the, the Nets wouldn't have been full strength in the finals anyway because Kyrie right. was still hobbled and James Harden was on one leg, so we wouldn't have got a full strength Nets team anyway. Yeah, we didn't really we didn't really get to find what exactly they were. We never right. got to see it. Yeah. Um, how do you think the playing tournament will help the Knicks? I think it will help them a lot because, like I said, every team got stronger in the East and everybody's fighting for now 10 playoffs, well, not 10 playoffs, but 10 spots. And it's right. going to like be a dog race. But the plan is going to be coming very huge. Yeah, you you really don't want to be in that. Like, right. I, I think it's I think it's great for the league. So I, I don't have a problem with it. I thought it was a lot of fun last year. I think it does keep a lot of teams, a lot of uh, fan bases still involved. Keeps teams yeah. from saying, "Oh, let's just pull the plug and tank." Right. You know, that was bad. That definitely was bad for the league. So I, I find it that it is a good thing, but I also think. It's not. It's only a good thing if you're not in it. Like you don't want to be in it. Yeah. Like unless, of course, you're like a bad team, then you want to be in it because it gives you uh, a chance to at least play for something. Right. But I mean, it's a one and done. So if you can avoid it now, it's top six is the most important. I need to get to top six because right. if I'm in the seven, eight now, uh, you know now I'm. Yeah. I'm taking a risk, so you'll see a lot more teams be, you know late in the season, a lot more adamant about making sure you get top six rather than having to deal with that play. Yeah, because after the game, you got to play. You don't know any game, anything can happen. I lose a star player. Yeah. They're, they're good, as we saw. They're good this season. Right. <laughs> it's the last thing we want. Definitely. Definitely. Alan, thank you for your time, man. Glad to yeah. again. Thank you so much for joining me. Yep, glad I could do it. And I'm, I apologize again for earlier. No, no problem at all. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right. You too. All the best. Yes, that was ESPN host and MSG Network Studio Analyst, Alan Hahn. Thanks for joining me.